everyone, Dave and Jeff. This is our last podcast before opening Ever. day. We're done. Ever. We've been fired. It's our walkaway show. You know why? Because I'm I can't put up yeah. with any more pressure from Leisure Fryer, <laughs> and I've thrown in the towel. Go listen to Cantori, you old dick. He doesn't like anybody right now. Well, I don't like him. He doesn't like Mickey Coke. I don't know why. You... What's his problem with Mickey? Hell if I know. <laughs> Here's what's great about that old dick. Yeah. Sitting around on the on the park bench feeding the birds, probably wetting his pants, bitching about us not being here Sunday. Well, guess what, fuck nut? If we were here Sunday... We wouldn't be able to react to the news of the day. So how about, like I say every time, how about you let me and Dave run this show? Okay? You old sack of shit. How about you let us run this show? Because by the way the schedule worked out, Dave, we're here on a pretty interesting night. Interesting's the word, huh? Very. Very. Did you see this coming as far no. as what the Padres have decided to do? No, no chance. Absolutely not. If you would have asked me... An hour before it happened, I would have figured Tatis was there until uh, the 15th. The Urias thing really doesn't surprise me. I thought that maybe they would go Kinsler and Greg Garcia because it didn't feel like Urias, they were concerned about his health a little bit, those hamstrings. The he did hit a home run today. How many people were there? How many saw it? <laughs> Three people saw it. Opposite field, though. Home run in Seattle. Yeah. Um, that was kind of interesting. But again, the... I. I am incredibly excited for Thursday. And now with everything going on, even though you love the Dodgers because you love getting your heart broken by shit, uh, is there any part of you, Dave, that wishes you were going Thursday? No. Um, what did you? I'm going to pour this beer. I'm not an opening day guy. I couldn't agree with Tony Gwynn enough when he says opening day is like the first day of the racetrack. It's mm. a place to be. It's a party. Yep. The real fans come out day two and every day after that. And you sit there and you watch some of the guys on Padres Twitter and they tell you, hey, not only am I going Thursday, which is great, but I'm going Friday and I'm going Saturday and I'm, you know. Going this Sunday is, to see Paddock. Exactly right. And people are extremely excited to see this Padre team. I understand the excitement level right now honestly is as big and really there's more reason to be excited than it was in 2015 when you had all these guys that the rock star gm went and got yeah. all these guys and he thought it was going to be a different year goddamn right the upton brothers the up fuck you <laughs> fuck you pj blowjob upton sucked yeah oh that's good writing yeah sucked so here you go you look at the situation as far as this is moving forward this yeah. is thursday is day one of what yeah. everyone thinks the next 10 years are going to be from baby steps to hopefully the first World Series championship in franchise history. I loved it. The idea that Fernando Tatis Jr. will be there on Thursday. I'll be there with my kids. See, that's cool to me. You get yeah. to see it, and your kids get to see it. Yep. Overall, it's a horrible business decision. Right. But, but over, <laughs> right. I mean, you're kidding. It was really a bad business decision. But as a fan and what you're trying to do to your kids, getting to love the Padres, yeah. it's a great deal. Yeah. I, I look at Dave. I was shocked Paddock is up that yeah. quick. Uh, I've said that for a couple of weeks, that he'll be up on that team because he's another guy that you could have sent down and had him make one or two starts at a double uh, A AA or triple A, and then the clock doesn't start on him. Yep. I mean, I heard Ted last night. I don't think we touched on it, but I heard Ted last night, and it could be Ted being the voice of the team and, and hyping it, 
But the comment he made was, man, I haven't seen a kid like this since Peavy came up. Yeah. Pretty high praise. I think they're a lot different. But don't you think they're different? I do. And and honestly, I lean more towards Paddock. And and I don't disagree with that. Peavy was a gunslinger. He was. I I like it. And but for me, when you look at the long term plan, I don't think anybody would have complained that those guys are not here. Now, I had a couple of buddies today that were mad. I don't know that I've seen anybody mad after the decision was made. I think we're all surprised. I think any of us that are going on Thursday are incredibly excited. Yeah. And you know what? Shit, man. Tip your hat to him. Like, he deserves to be here. He made it. Absolutely he earned it. does. And uh, none of that Chris Bryant bullshit. <laughs> none of that. None of that Acuna? shit right there. Didn't they do it to Acuna, too? I mean, every team's done it. I tell you what, you look at Major League Baseball right now, and this is a new wave in the next 10 years. It is really incredible when you look at how many teams have their Tatis. You know right. what I'm saying? The White Sox have theirs. The Phillies had theirs a year ago. The Nationals had theirs twins a year ago. Twins have theirs ago. coming in Royce Lewis. Yep. The Twins have theirs. I mean, there's the Angels, we talked about it yesterday, yeah. have theirs coming up as well. Another Mike Trout, they call him. There's so many teams in Major League Baseball right. that are making those moves. Very exciting. Yeah, uh, the idea that these teams are going young. Look, I I said to Jack and Cade's mom tonight, for me, you mentioned 15. It, this really does take me back to 98. Um, you don't have a pitcher in the sense that you had with Kevin Brown. But I think, Dave, when you go around that lineup with Machado and Tatis and hoping that Hosmer breaks back, the fact that Mejia made this team and that Andy Green's saying today that they're going to find a way for both those dudes to be in 140 games, I don't know how you're going to do it. Pinch hit. Pinch hit. <laughs> well, he's not going to be the late-inning defensive guy. So is he going to start? And how do you manage those two? I, but Reyes last night hits a home run that Ted said's out of control. Yep. Cordero's back, Renfro's back. I mean, I I just holy shit, dude. When when Urias gets sent down today, yeah, that's almost as interesting as Tatis making this team. Well, I think it was one and the other, right? It was either he goes down and Tatis stays up, or Tatis goes down and he stays up. Because look, I understand Kinsler's not the future, but you can't ignore the fact the spring that he had. Right, he had just a crazy spring. I mean, he's hitting home runs. His batting average is insane. He hasn't played this well in five years. Yeah. So I, you can't ignore it. You have to start him because why would you cool a hot bat? Yeah. What do you think Clayton Richards thinking tonight? <laughs> Dude, I didn't think for a second what the fuck Clayton Richards <laughs> thinking right now. What do you think That's Trevor Cahill's thinking? Dude, my, my son and I pull this shit all the time. Just yeah. like out of nowhere, we'll just look at each other. Hey, I wonder what Dale Ellis is doing right now. Yeah, like, where is he? <laughs> like, just, well, like, just like in the blue. What the fuck is Clayton Richards thinking? I have no idea what the hell he's thinking. I, I, I as a fan, you got to be excited. You got to love it. Business wise, it's very strange. So the question to ask you, because I know you're going to ask me in a second, mm-hmm. who made the call? Oh, I who love made that. the call? Oh, absolutely, Fowler. I, I say it's Fowler too. Yeah, I, they have to. Yeah, they're the guys who ultimately, in six years, are going to be looking yeah. and going. Now, look, Dave. I'll say the other thing. Maybe we're looking at it too far out. And maybe the Padres are looking at it and saying, no, you know what? We've got Hosmer for four, and we've got Myers for two, right? Yeah. Or I guess 
this one, the fuck is it? One plus two, right? They've got the two years of that Myers contract at the high number. But I'm just thinking maybe they're looking at it and going, okay, well, uh, maybe plays two years like this, and then maybe we do what the trend is, that we start giving these really young guys long-term contracts and we just pay them early on. Maybe, and if they decide to go that way. Here's the interesting thing is you have a guy like Manny Machado, you know, same exact kind of age as Tatis, who was saying all along you got to put him in there and start his clock, as we all know. And if you look at Machado, because you benefited from Machado, Mm -hmm. Tatis could be doing the same thing and leaving at that young age as well. Yeah. Which would be obviously extremely frustrating. Here's why I think they, they made the call this way, and I think it was Fowler as well. I've said it to you for a while. I didn't understand why Fowler, who owns this team, who's a competitive guy, who has taken a beating since he owned this team, who's getting up there in age, isn't there some point of view that says, I don't know how much longer I'm going to be around. Right. I want to win. I want to win while I'm healthy, and I want to win. I want to see it. I want to experience it. Yeah. Let's go. You know, my clock is I'm nearing 80 years old, and let's get together, and our our, you know, maybe Hall of Fame broadcaster is going blind and deaf, and maybe he'd like to see it too. Okay, so for Ted and me, let's fucking call this guy up and give him a fucking number that makes fucking sense. You assholes. Always got to finish up with you assholes. <laughs> That's it. That's what I think when he, when right. he, when he told AJ Preller. Uh, okay, he told him, you get okay. the fuck out of here and you figure it out. Okay, And if okay. you try and sell me on Thai France, I'm going to kick you right in your ass. Shit. <laughs> Ty France, where is he? Is he back in Japan? I haven't heard his fucking name in a month. Where'd he go? Remember a couple of weeks ago? Oh, yeah. Well, hey, maybe you start off with Ty France and then uh, shit. That guy just disappeared. Gone. I'm trying to think who fell off the map faster. Him or Cilio. <laughs> uh I love it, man. I love it and it's exciting. And whoever it made is. the call. Look, Dave, it's the second time this offseason, and it was such a jacked-up offseason, right? Yeah. Because I go back to being in Chicago when the NFL playoff games were going on, and it was that dopey column by Canapa that really led us to believe like this year was going to be another drag. Exactly. And I don't know why they would do something like that. Why would you even do that? But anyways, you can put that behind you and get over it. Because they go out and make the deal for Machado. We touched on it last night. Every day that deal seems better. Now, if he comes out and he plays like B.J. Upton, well, then guess what, folks? <laughs> We're fucked! <laughs> but uh, but I don't feel like that, Dave. That's and not going to happen at all. No. And uh, I'm super excited. Like, I, I love the fact. You got to go for it, man. You can't, you can't be chicken little waiting for the sky to fall. And that's what this team did for so long. I like it, man. They're whipping the dick out, putting it on the table. <laughs> ba boom. Go right. down. So here you go. Yeah. All right. It's opening day. All the excitement. Everyone's having a radio party. There are people all over the place on Thursday. We've done it before. Yeah, fun. There have to be people, and the Padres right now, I guarantee you, are printing up to t shirts and jerseys and everything else, right? Because remember when the yeah. Machado thing sold out like crazy? Yeah. This is going to be a huge weekend in Padre merchandise. It's unbelievable. I, I felt like, um, I feel like 98. And again, it's a different kind of vibe because there's, you don't have a Tony Gwynn in right, you don't have a Steve Finley in center. Um, 
But you got Machado third, and you got Tatis. Yeah. And catching's interesting. I don't know about your pitching, but it sure is fun. That 98 team was a clear favorite to win the West. This team's not a clear favorite to win it, but yeah. man, I just the excitement countdown to Thursday feels the same. It is awesome. Because like you said, David, it is Thursday is day one of of like the plan. Yeah. Like we're cutting the ribbon on the building. Come on in. Anybody who's been lucky enough, it happened with our company about two years ago. We were in a horseshit little building. Horseshit little building. And you kept knowing that you were going to move, and you were yeah. moving down the street. Same thing. Well, uh, I'll use the other one in a second. But when our company had the opportunity to move into our new building, God damn, it was so exciting. It changed the way you go to work every day. Every yeah. day we go to work, it's amazing. We work in a gorgeous building. And uh, and I think there's something to that. I think it just, I think, I, I would think if you're Myers, if you're Hosmer, if you're Hedges, God damn, that news today, that ownership did that. Yeah. And how they handled the paddock thing yesterday, I thought, as a guy who's openly criticized Andy Green, often good on Andy Green for doing that. That was cool. It would have been great, and I don't know if anybody had him mic'd up. Like, if anybody yeah. thought ahead and said, hey, for Padres POV or anything like this, we should be mic'd up and see how it goes. But uh, But even if they didn't, the fact that they had that moment as a team, that was pretty awesome. You don't see that with Padres doing shit like that. That no. was great. I love on all those guys. I loved uh, the look on, on Paddock's You're face right. because, I mean, he was... He was a kid. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. He was so basically taken by emotion. He had to put his glove over his face. He, You could tell he, he floated from the mound back to the dugout. Yeah. You know, and it's funny. There's so The amount of people at Safeco was so small that you could hear his teammates screaming at him yeah. from the dugout. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was cool that was so. cool to see it see it make it because that, so many people that put on a uniform have that dream of becoming a major leaguer and, and then he finds out guess what i'm breaking with the team that was that was really neat I, the padres literally gave you everything you hope they would give you you know you take money out of everything right they gave you everything they hope they would have given you in the last few weeks they gave they called right. up every single player that you were hoping were going to be up there yeah and and they committed i mean even for the people that go we want this team to go back to the brown. Well, they're doing that too. Yeah. In 2020. So, goddamn, man, you talk uh in horse racing terms as far as closing big. Horses that are 18 lengths off, man, that's where the pods were not that long ago. They were about 18 lengths back and they closed big. Dave, I don't know if they finished third or fourth or anything else, but I I will just say this, I'll make this promise. I'm incredibly excited about the future of this team. I think it's okay. If things don't go as planned, if Hosmer doesn't bounce back or Myers doesn't have that kind of year, I'm not even going to talk about the new guys coming in. I, I can't come in here and and rip this team in September because they changed it. We, we begged them, change the culture of what you are promoting down there, and they've done it. And they've done it with... I think safe bets in Machado and Tatis and Paddock. And, uh, and man, for all those guys down there, the Gruppners and the Seidlers and Freddie and AJ and, and Ron, fuck, I hope this really, really takes off for those guys. It's been a rough couple of years. All right, so since the Tatis uh, announcement happened today, and mm -hmm. obviously people, a lot of people are finding out after they got home from work, 
And by the way, if I I would be willing to sell, I have three tickets available. They're eleven thousand each. <laughs> My question to you is: How many people tomorrow are calling the Padres for season seats? Mm. I think it changes dramatically. Yeah, I think it does too, and it should. I mean, I I I agree. David should. I've got tickets right now for two Storm games and two Padre games. But I'm just kind of checking vacation schedules and everything else. I've already said to my kids, we're in for five this year. Yeah. We're in for at least five um, because I'm not in the house and I'm in Carlsbad there in La Mesa. Schedules don't work out. But I, it would not shock me or upset me at all if that five became ten. Yeah. And that goes from last year buying, I mean, I'm, I'm bringing those two, Dumb and Dumber. So we're buying 30 tickets. And I like what they do. They've got that um, family night thing where you can buy four of them. Yeah. So it would be uh, me, Jack, Cade, and Dagmar. Yeah. And I, yeah, that's a fun night. We're going to do that. It Have some night. fun. <laughs> All right. So let me ask about the National League West right now. Uh-huh. Okay. You, you said, I don't know if they finish third, fourth, fifth, wherever they finish. Mm-hmm. Looking at the division right now, how do you see it playing out? Uh, I think the Giants are the worst team in the division. Yeah, they're pretty bad. Actually, I'm not sure if they're worse. Yeah, they might be worse than the goddamn Diamondbacks. Diamondbacks are really yeah. bad. Did you hear what happened to the Diamondbacks yeah. today? Souza's out for the year. Blew out his knee. God, what is the deal with the Diamondbacks and home plate? God damn. Is I'm that wa- where he was? I, I saw he that. Stepped he stepped blew- on home. He wasn't wearing cleats. He was wearing turf shoes. Slipped, blew his and in- St- Steven Souza Jr. blew out yeah. his entire knee. Everything that is in your knee basically is torn and ruined. God, ruined on, inside, on the outside, Monday, everywhere. Final game. Happened to Pollock a couple years ago. Remember right. he shattered his elbow. Ah, in the exact same situation, right before the season starts, and the goddamn thing is jinxed. No wonder they want a new stadium. God damn, and yeah. All right, so I put those two guys down there. Uh, Dodgers, Dave. Uh, look, if you're gonna have problems pitching all year, I love the lineup. But if you're going to have, I mean, Dave, if Kershaw's an issue, Rich Hill's an issue. I don't think those guys were the two best pitchers they have, though. You still going with Bueller? Uh, Bueller, to me, is their best one. Urias is the, is fantastic. He had a no-hitter tonight through five innings, and they just took him out in the game we're watching right now. But he, he's only like 21, 22 years old. Yeah. You know? For me, those are their, their two best pitchers. They're still Ry- the team to beat. Yeah, yeah. Ryu is the, the starting, the opening day pitcher for them. Mm-hmm. Maeda is a long reliever in the postseasons in the rotation. Yeah. I mean, I'm not worried about the Dodgers pitching. You know, the, the Rockies, remember, they had the same exact record in the season last year. Yeah. The Rockies are a good team. Rockies have been in the playoffs the last two years. But Mayhew's gone. Mayhew's gone. The- Here's the deal, though. I couldn't agree with – it sounds crazy. Vaskersen said it today, and, I, and I'll give credit. I think he was on with, with Mike and Judd. Okay. Vaskersen said it today, and I was thinking the same thing as soon as he signed. He goes, Daniel Murphy's going to push for a batting average of 400. Oh, fuck, yeah. And he he goes, came there, right? He replaced oh, LeMayu. And when he said it, I was shit. like, man, I couldn't if I can agree Moving more. Moving from Nationals Park to Coors Field? If he stays healthy, I think he becomes what Tony Gwynn was in 94, that he's going to push for that 400. Wow. He's right. awesome. He is awesome. And just the way you have to figure out yeah. offensively, like his numbers should be crazy. Should be right? through the roof. That's what, that's what Matty said. And I was like, man, I 100% agree. I think they got a huge upgrade. Defensively, of course not. Offensively, I mean, I think they're going to have crazy but, numbers with him. But you go Arenado at thirds, awesome. You got Story. Story at short, awesome. 
I think right. I think Murphy he said was going to be playing first base, not second base for them. See, that's they, why they, I was just they, trying they, to think. They, they got a kid coming up. But wow. I, I, hell, I'm just saying. Look, Murphy's defense was never anything to write home about anyway. But offensively, he's just one of those guys that is a ridiculous hitter. Yeah. Um. So they'll be right in the mix. Yep. Look, it it gets really really interesting all of a sudden, and I I tell you right now, man. Like Keichel at the top of that rotation, if he'd been here for a couple of weeks, um, and really almost a full camp, that would make it really, really good. Because if you were going Keichel, I'd still put Lucchese. I'd actually go Strom, Paddock, and Lauer would be maybe my five. I'm with you. I'm with you on that. Yeah. But if you had Keichel, Lucchese with the idea that Paddock is eventually going to be there and and you know strom right in that mix yeah. lauer however you want to do it um, grant loves loves strom he's a huge yeah. strong fan i'm a, i like luke casey more than lauer yeah i do too but i remember when lauer came up that they were pretty excited yeah. about him uh shit that would be really really fun and and it's just for these dudes like margot and you you better figure it out because if Margot doesn't get his shit together, then you put Myers in center, and then Reyes and Cordero and Renfro are figuring yep. out the corners, right? Yep. I think it's exciting. They have a chance to get off to a red-hot start. We went over the schedule just a couple days ago. Yep. The schedule definitely benefits what the Padres are, are doing, trying to get off to a fast start. We mentioned this a million times, that Andy Green's never been to 500. This is the year. He's going to have yeah. a winning record. He should after the first series. So that little piece of shit, Buster Olney, made a comment last night. What did he do to piss you off? No, you know what? What pissed me off is that I almost bought into what he said. <laughs> okay. Trying to bamboozle you? What happened? Yeah, he was talking about somebody engaged him and was talking about the fact that he had talked recently on TV about five or six prospects, and he didn't mention Tatis. And Olney's comment was, I just wrote about him in my Sunday notes column. And people are like, well, we're not paying for that shit to read your <laughs> shitty column. And they're like, why are you bitching about Machado, especially considering the market? And he said, because the history of this team is anytime you've made a deal with a guy, if it doesn't immediately work out, you panic and you sell that guy off. And never have they made a commitment like they made to Machado. And if he doesn't work out, past history says we're going to get rid of everybody. Man, I hope he's wrong on that. I hope he's wrong because I feel like there's a different mentality from Seidler and Fowler than there's been in a long time. John had to sell guys off. Morad was in over his head, uh, just like Warner's group was in over his head. I don't think that's – I mean, I understand – Kevin Mitchell. That fucked this organization. That they is, gave, they didn't even give Kevin Mitchell half a season, and they said, "See you later." Well, that's because Larry Boa was a scared, nervous little long-tailed cat in a room full of rocking chairs. He didn't want to deal with Mitch because he's a B I T C H. Yeah, that's it. Kevin Mitchell's. Continues to be my favorite Padre yeah, of all time. Of all time. <laughs> and when I asked him on ESPN 800, I asked him, did you commute back and forth to Yuma? And he paused and he said, no. <laughs> and I go, good enough. 
<laughs> Good enough. Did you take know. that head off the cat? As Daryl Strawberry claimed, and it was a longer pause. And he replied, no. <laughs> and I said, well, I'm glad we cleared up the confusion. And I'll never forget at the extra celebrity golf tournament right yeah. down here when we had the long drive contest and Mitch and his buddy, Fat Tony, each lined up about nine balls and our promotions guy who weighed about a buck 11 was like, hey, it's one shot per guy. I'm like, you may want to shut the fuck up. <laughs> Congratulations like, to Kevin. He won. Yeah, he didn't even fucking teed it up. We were like, this guy's winning the golf club. He did. Yeah, he did. I said to the kid, I go, what's the matter with you? You're going to end up in the fucking ice bucket. Shut up. What are you hoping fucking, uh, what's our guy from Murray Lampert? Greg Cantor? Yeah. You want Greg to get a fair shot at? Fuck Greg. No golf for Greg. The club is Mitch's now. That's it. Yeah, I just go, fucking, we'll sit here till sundown. Yeah, I think he lined up six before yeah. he won it. Hey! I like how people ran to us and told us. I was like, so what? So what? It's yeah. my favorite. I, I introduced him as the yeah. greatest Padre in history. That's true. That's so goddamn funny. <laughs> like, we're uh, going to fix that. No. All right. We are going to fix one thing. Go ahead. You again last night did something so criminally terrible. What'd I do? But I want you to apologize tonight. <laughs> You're getting an apology. You're going to. You baited me, as you often do, into saying terrible things about Topher Costa. <laughs> now, I want it stated for the record. Yes. Because people come into this podcast and they don't understand. My relationship with Topher Costa is he may be along with your son, Josh, the two nicest kids I've ever met in my life. Right? I, Would you I agree? agree. Super nice kid. He is the nicest kid. Yeah. He's so great. And you and I, as Mike described it today, did you see Mike on Twitter? No, I did not. Mike said, uh, somebody asked Mike on Twitter today, hey, what does it feel like when Dave and Jeff kill you all the time? And he said, it's the same feeling I would imagine it is when you're about to get hit by a wrecking ball. <laughs> he said, you hold your breath, you close your eyes, and then all of a sudden everything goes black. <laughs> and Steve Wood said, I just sit back. I enjoy the ride with the Carlton. It's the same feeling. <laughs> I did see that part. <laughs> but I was like, I got to clear something up. Because a lot of you come in and have no idea. You've never met Mike's son. He is the nicest kid going. And the idea that he was on that losing J-Bowl team is just so funny because we could tease him about yes. it. Yes. But I was listening back to that show driving home last night. I'm like, we didn't even clarify we love that kid like he's our own kid. We just verbally beat the shit out of him and his dad and Hartman like he's out of juvie. Yeah. And I didn't like that. Because I like Toph so much. I yeah, like teasing those guys. But I got to tell you, he's such a nice kid. But we don't need to apologize. The guy that needs to apologize is Hartman. Hartman's the guy that needs to apologize to Mike and to Toph for his behavior. He did not hide the fact that his team lost because he blamed it on a kid. Mike did. Uh, yeah, we didn't care. Hartman was a complete cocksucker. I mean, dude, he couldn't have been a bigger jerk. He could have acted like, damn, inside this kid killed us. 
and Mike. got in his car and left. But no, he was so quick to point fingers and then blame Toph. And then Mike for letting Toph bowl. He was a kid. He let him bowl. Mike and Toph probably went to, I don't know, they probably went to Marie Callender's and split a lava cake. Like, they couldn't have been less impacted by J-Bowl. This idea that we're yelling, talking about that Mike's yelling at him. I didn't know you had a broken arm. I didn't. Well, you're about to. I, I am confident in saying that conversation did not take place. <laughs> they are... As a dad, you look at that and you go, yeah, that's a relationship I want with my kid right there. But I just, I'm driving home. We do this incredibly nice tribute to Erica. And then this just unmitigated assault on such a nice kid. And we don't even clarify it at the end. We just left him out there like tumbleweeds in the desert. And I was ashamed of you for letting that (laughs) happen. Okay. Sorry about that. All right. Sorry, Toph. Didn't even think twice. Sorry about that. Yeah, that's it. Uh, Sorry. That's that's too damn funny. And I'll say this, too. I have a public apology to poor Dave Pelle. We're sitting here at 9 o'clock. Dave hasn't had dinner. It's a short day on Thursday, so I'm trying to get everything done. And all of a sudden, I look, and I'm like, oh, shit. It's like 7.50. I always leave at like five o'clock. I felt like it was like ten after six. All you gotta do is give me a call. I Let know. me know. I, know. I failed you. I'm sorry. Yeah, two weeks, two times this week. I know. Five. In three days. I'm all. I know. I'm all. Like, Literally, I a, sit in the same spot waiting for you to show up. Well, yeah, you you can go eat dinner. Like I told you, I'll just take a nap on the couch. <laughs> I don't care. Bring and fuck it. I'll tell you the other thing. You know what? Fuck you. What am I apologizing for? Where's your fucking dog? Fucking dog, she big was at, She was out here for an hour and 15 oh, minutes. shit. She got sick of your shit. Yeah. I can't fight that. She, she sits there by the window like the like the dog waiting for her master to come home from the war. Oh, and shit. then she just gave up on your she ass. She quit. That was it. That like was so exactly. many other old ladies did. <laughs> she had enough for you. Let me ask this question while we're talking a little baseball. All right. Because I want to get some predictions. We're going to have Kyle put them up on the website. Make it stand. Does he know? No. I'll send it to him and tell him this is what you're going to do. <laughs> All right. So here's, okay. I'm going to ask you. I guess your prediction. National League West, who wins it? Um, ooh, I'm going to go off the board. Go ahead. I'm going to take the Rockies. That's not a bad call. Again, the Rockies were leading the Dodgers at the end. The Dodgers just happened to rally at the end last year. So you're going You're going Rockies. Okay. Yep. I'm writing it down. Okay. I'm going to go. Uh, I'm going Dodgers. Oh, okay. big shock. For like the seventh year in a row. Mm-hmm. Okay. Going, uh, going. Let's go central. National League Central. It, it gets tough. Yeah, that that central is so good. The Reds are better. The Brewers feel like they're good. Yeah, the Brewers are one game away from going to the World Series. Brewers made a move this offseason. You got Yasmani Grandal. That's not the fucking move I'm looking at. I thought they added somebody else this offseason too. Um, maybe not. <laughs> Cubs and Cardinals. Cardinals Goldschmidt. Man, I hate to go chalk. I feel like I'm going chalk in the tournament. But for me, this to me is a huge year for the Cubs. I feel like this is a huge year for the Cubs because if the Cubs don't get their shit together, Joe Madden's out. Yeah. And probably a couple other guys are out too. I like I like Cole Hamels there. I mean, when you look at that pitching with Hendricks, right? Hendricks. And I'll tell you the other guy, Dave, and and it might my God. That kid, Dustin May. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't like ready. Rocky for, Dennis. Yeah, I wasn't ready for that. Yeah, somebody could have warned me. Um, I, I, I'm fascinated by Darvish on that team too. As much as I, dick I don't around. think you can depend on him. The guy's hurt all the time. Yeah, 
I'll uh I'll take the I'll take the Cubs one and I'll take the Cardinals as a wild card team coming out. Oh, you're already giving me your wild cards. Okay. Yeah. I'll go Cardinals. I'll give you my wild card later. My wild cards later. Okay. okay. So let's go to the East. To me, this is a very tough one. Every team but the Marlins has a chance in this division. I know. Uh I'll I'm gonna take the Phillies because I think I like Arietta bouncing back on that team. I really do. I think if you're doing your fantasy football draft or fantasy baseball draft, yes, I think there's a couple of guys that you look at that you may be able to steal. I actually think Cole Hamels is a guy worth a a late pickup because I think he'll next time around National League. I like Cole Hamels, yeah. but I really like Arietta because I feel like uh, Arietta may be a guy who's sitting there. Man, in that park with that lineup, and we talked about it, you putting Harper in that lineup as well. You got Segura, you got Real Muto. Yep. Fuck, they're good. Hoskins gets better every year. Yeah, Hoskins is a good player. Um, I mean, that Mets pitching, really, really good. Mets right? are good. Braves won last year. Yeah. And the Braves are young. Braves are young. I it, Dave, for me, I, it's just it's pretty tough to pick against the Phillies. Give me the Phillies coming out of there. Okay, so you so so far you gave me four already. So you have the Phillies, the Cubs, and the Rockies. Okay, you yeah. have the Cubs already as a wild card. Who's your other wild card? Uh, my other wild card is going to be. I gave you the Cardinals as one. Yep. Um, I'll take the. Uh, how about this? Fuck you! I'm going to take the Pods as my other wild card team. That's fine. That, that, uh, so you have oh, I'm the pa- sorry, I didn't mean to say fuck you ahead of that. Yeah, that's all right. They're basically, that you're, nice. So you're basically picking the Padres to finish ahead of the Dodgers. That's the only way that would happen. Because uh-huh. you picked the Rockies to win the division. Yep. Okay. So you and I are so goddamn different, it's insane. Good. Okay? Which is, it is good. National League West, I have the Dodgers. You have the Rockies. Uh-huh. National League Central, you have the Cubs. I'm taking the Cardinals. Okay. I think the Cubs pitching is they're going to be their downslide on that one. Um, I'm going the Nationals. I think once Bryce Harper gets oh. out of there, I'm going to go with the, the two big pitchers. I'm going with Fuck. Scherzer and Strasburg, and I think once Harper's gone, I think it's not Bryce Harper and the Nationals. I think the Nationals have a complete team. Soto's great. I, I do. I love Soto. I can't – there's no way – to me, when you talk about guys staying healthy, yeah. you talk about Darvish staying healthy. Yeah. How can you make that comment about Darvish and then say, hey, I'm all in on Strasburg? Yeah, well, and that's it. Strasburg breaks down all the time. You know, Strasburg this season is the highest paid player in baseball. Is that this, right? This one season. Wow. Yeah, ahead it, of uh, the way that ahead the, of John Carlo. The, the way yeah, the way it averages out, he's the highest paid guy in baseball this this one season. Now, for me, well, I have the Rockies as a wild card, and the reason I have two, just like you coming out of the National League West, mm-hmm. I just think it's easy to get a lot of wins in that division, right? Yeah. If you by the time you beat up on the Giants and you beat up on the Diamondbacks and you're playing them twenty times each. Yep. It's a chance to get a ton of wins. I think it's going to be tough in the the, the National League East to get a ton of wins. Um, for me, it's 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 hard, man. Picking outside of the Rockies are going to be my my first wild card. I can't. I'm having a hard time picking the the, the second wild card in that one. I'm not I'm not going crazy with. Uh, you take the National. The, you're not taking the Phillies. I, no. Ah, uh, shit. I tell you what, I'm gonna go. I will. I'll go Phillies as my second wild card, even though it, and it just Watch contradict the what I just said. Sneak in there and fuck it, both of us. And the thing is, we'd be crazy to say they snuck in because they were one game away from yeah. the World Series a year ago. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah. So you and I are, are different. The only combination that you and I have that is is similar is we both have the Rockies in the postseason. Mm-hmm. We both have the Phillies in the postseason. Yeah. Does that make sense? And we have the yeah. sorry, we have the Cardinals in the postseason, just all over the place, different places, not winning the yeah. division. 
I like it. I like that we're different. Usually we aren't that different. American League West. I'm going Astros. Yeah, I am too. Okay. Go, we're both, we both have the Astros in that division. I'd love for it to be the Angels, but the Astros are, are crazy good. Yep. Okay. Um, here's here's where I think it gets a little interesting. Going to American League Central. Mm-hmm. Um, I really, really like the moves the Twins made in the offseason. I like Shoup coming in a lot. Love Nelson Cruz coming in because the one thing Nelson Cruz does with Joe Maurer retiring is he gives them that power aspect that Maurer didn't really give you at DH. They have a DH hitting 300. That's yeah. fucking great, but he's all singles. Yeah. Cruz can be a game changer. CJ Crom's different too. Berrios now pitching strong. I mean, Buxton is going to be your guy again, but I really did. I like that offseason the Twins had. And I'm not so sure about the offseason that the Indians had, really. I mean, I kind of look at the Indians, and especially, Dave, if the Indians do, why I'm going to make the move I'm going to make is I'm going to make it gambling, uh, kind of like the old-style stock market, buying futures. I'm going to gamble that they're going to move either Kluber or Bauer. Like, it feels like they're still going to move one of those guys. And I feel like if you move one of those guys, that's a huge impact. I'm going to take the Twins in the Central. Okay. Um, and they'll probably finish fifth. <laughs> okay. American League East. Usually it comes down to two teams. You just decide what order you want to put them in. Yeah, I, I'll take uh, – I'm going to take uh, – By the way, I'm going to Indians in the American League Central. Okay, that's fine. Okay. Um, I'm going to take – I'm actually going to take the Yankees to win the East with uh, Boston right behind them in my wild card. Okay, you and I'll just switch on that one. So I have uh, I have the Red Sox winning the East, and I have the Yankees as the as the wild card. Yeah, my um, I'll give you my uh, so so you're all you're no, all. No, I need the Indians for my other wild. Okay, card. so you and I actually have the same teams, just different order. I really? have the Twins also. Interesting. I have the Twins as the wild card, and for the reason my argument is for the Twins is the same reason I gave you kind of the National League West. Yeah, the Indians and the Twins are the only two good teams in that division. Yeah. They're going to beat the shit out of the other teams in that division over and mm-hmm. over again where those two teams will have great records and they're, they're getting in. Yeah. The Twins should get in and, and the Indians will get in. The Red Sox, uh, Yankees, and uh, the Astros. Disappointed that uh, we weren't able to find a way to get the Angels in there? Yeah, the Angels don't have anyone to blame but themselves when it comes down to lack of pitching. I mean, that's right. what it is. Their, their everyday lineup seems pretty damn good. You've got Brad Osmus as your new manager and they have Mike Trout, the best player. And yet they just haven't figured out a way to get the pitching to win. And maybe who knows? You talk about making trades. Maybe the Angels are the team that makes a trade for a Kluber or a, a Bauer. To, but for the Indians to do that, they'd have to have a losing record and, and be out of the mix and start trading those guys away. They're going to do it while they're in first place. Yeah, um, but that would be my my pick on all that. Not too bad. All right, World Series. What do you got? Uh, World Series. I'm going to take the Yankees. Okay. Because I like Gary Sanchez bouncing back. I think now that you have John Carlos Stanton there for a second year, Aaron Judge is an absolute monster. And I just, I like that team a lot. So give me uh, the Yankees coming out of the American League and coming out of the National League, I'm going to take the Cardinals, which is funny because I have the Cardinals as a wild card. It happens. But I'm going to take the Cardinals coming out. I'm going to take the Yankees to win it in six. That would be an interesting World Series because you have the two teams that have dominated those two leagues. Mm -hmm. The Yankees have won the most American League pennants, and the Cardinals have won the most National League. Um, I'm going uh, a rematch of 2017. I'm going Astros from the the American League. Mm. I think the Astros make a return. 
And I'm going to say for the third time, the Dodgers might become the Buffalo Bills. You know, they might end up going back again and losing again for the third time. I, I like I hate your Dodger pick. Um, That's but fine. I, but I like your Astros pick a little bit. Um, I'm still I'm going to stay with the Yankees. But when you look at Charlie Morton, Garrett Cole, Verlander, like, holy shit, right? Like the pitching for that team is unbelievable. And that's what you need. I don't know that the Yanks have enough pitching right now, but I'm also not worried about the Yanks going out and getting guys. Maybe the Yanks go out and get Bauer or Kluber. You, you know, well, more, hold on. Morton, I know you, you lost track. Morton's now with the race. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Um, shit, I was just looking at something. Who are their three guys? I'm mind-blanking on their top three guys. Garrett Cole's there, Verlander. Who's the other guy I'm losing? You're, um, Keiko's leaving. No, the, for, um, the dude from the, the Baby Goose, uh, his son. McCullers. Um, McCullers. I thought they had another guy that just went in. Am I mind-blanking? Yeah, I'm mind-blanking as well. Now I'm, I'm going to embarrass the same Shit, because... I'm going to have to look it up. You know what, Dave? I think your pick sucks now. Because oh, really? I'm thinking Morton's there, but you're right. He moved on to Tampa. You don't have Keichel. Yeah, I think you fucked up there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think it's horseshit. Dude. Do we need to go back and act like you want to back the tape up six minutes and act like... Uh, they got Wade Miley. Wade Miley. Oh, fuck. Okay. I feel much better. God, I completely <laughs> forgot Morton had I, gone to the Rays. Yeah, that... No, nah, you're... I'm not a fan of you. How about the fact that the Astros are saying that the future is Carlos Correa could be the guy that they let go? That they're saying they, really? they won't be, afford, be able to afford... Bregman, Altuve, and Correa, that one of them are going to have to let go. And Bregman would be the guy Bregman's that moves back to short. Stud. He is. God damn. I don't know, man. Uh, Dave, for me, that's bad for baseball. That's bad for baseball. If you can't find a way to keep those guys together, um, but, I mean, there's no there's no cap, right? And these guys, none of these guys want to pay the luxury tax. That's it. Nobody wants to pay the luxury tax. You're talking about giant contracts for these guys. That's what happens when you finish, you know, with the number one pick over and over again. Eventually, you're gonna have to pay these guys. Well, they got their one, but like I said, completely forgetting uh, Morton's out, Keiko's out, and then like that's it. It's kind of a drag, right? Yeah, a lot of people are picking the Rays as a playoff team this year. Really. You know when like you Snell. yeah you look at Snell you now you look at as you mentioned Charlie Morton you liked him. You know, a lot, like of people, a, lot. a lot of people like the Rays this year that, that don't be surprised. I, as a, Again, I, I love the way baseball is. As a true baseball fan, you're a true baseball fan. I wish more and more young kids were falling in love with the sport because I think baseball gets in the way of itself all the time. Baseball is making a huge mistake on Thursday. Opening on Thursday and knowing that you're going against the Sweet 16 oh, is shit. dumb. I mean, how smart would it have been to start baseball on Wednesday this year? Yeah. There's nothing going on tomorrow. There's yeah. nothing going on on Wednesday. Why go against March Madness? Yeah, not good. Um, shit, I'm thinking about the Rays, though, Dave. I want to go back to what you just said. With the Rays as a playoff team, it wasn't that long ago where even a casual fan could give you a lot of guys in the Rays lineup, right? Yes. Starting with Longoria and Upton and moving around. Shit, how many guys can you name just off the top of your head in the Rays lineup? It, it's it's really tough to do. Kevin Kiermaier is the first guy that steps in, the center fielder that everybody talks about as being, you know, oh, man, he's the best center fielder in baseball. The guy hit 217 last year. But didn't C.J. Crom wasn't C.J. Yeah. Crom there before he, going to Minnesota? He, he was there. See, he did much better once he left the Angels. 
Right. Yeah. Yeah. Did much better once he left the Angels. But it's it's funny. The Rays, are unfortunately, are one of those teams that once they become good, they got get got to get rid of everybody. Well, what's really been tough for them, and I do feel bad because I like that area. Tampa, St. Pete's really good. But St. Pete feels like it's as far away from Tampa as Temecula is from San Diego. Yeah. It just feels like it's so far out of the way. And they play in that horrible dome. I've been there. The Tropicana Dome sucks. It is. It's brutal. And they have tried everything they could to bring that team back. They talked about putting a, a ballpark in Ybor City, which is really fun. Bringing it back to Tampa. Kind of a retractable sales style roof. And they can't get anything built down yeah. there. And I, I don't know how you can generate money um like I, I saw a thing today, pictures of Eric Gruppner, our buddy Eric Gruppner walking around with Faulkner and showing all the different things. We didn't even touch on this. One of the really cool things the Padres have done is partner with Saquon. And back at Park of the Park, they built like a concert stage. Like Park of the Park now has this concert stage and touring acts are going to come through there. They were showing the list of bands that played there. People forget Lincoln Park played there in That's 2014. Awesome. Bunch of bands. Another way for the pods to generate income, right? Paul yeah. McCartney will be there June 22nd. Man, if you're the Rays, Paul McCartney's like, blow me. <laughs> I'm not playing in your dome. Not a chance, mate. Not going to happen. Suck it. <laughs> And uh, But now in San Diego, you go, yeah, McCartney coming in? Yeah. That's all cash. New Saquon stage, bringing people in, getting them used to it. Uh, brilliant. Like, those guys really are ahead well, of the curve. When's it coming in again? What's the date? June 22nd. June 22nd. Okay. I always hate when the, the stage comes in and it kills the grass for a while and the players start to complain. But yeah, it has to be, imagine the Padres are on the road and then mm-hmm. you're Probably coming back for a few games before the All-Star break. Yeah. And then you have a chance to fix everything up. I would just think it's weird to do it during the season. Well, you, you know? um, I would completely agree, although it's the first time I'll ever see McCartney. Yeah. Last time, probably. Yeah. Well, that's why I said six times ago when I got the Stones tickets. I'm seeing those old fuckers again, May 11th. Um, but, yeah, pretty cool. But I just... I like the way those guys are constantly thinking out of the box, ways to find yeah. money without making it obnoxious down there at Petco Park. So what, I'm really looking forward to Thursday. Okay, so what do you do on opening day to remember that day with your kids? Anything in particular you plan on buying? Any kind of souvenir that you want to get to say, okay, well, we'll remember this day by doing this? You know what? I will actually do this. What I will do for them is um, I'll do two things. I'll get the game paper from the next day. Because they don't do game programs anymore. Yeah. It used to be cool. But what I do is I always get the hard copy ticket, and then I just laminate it. So I take it over to, I don't know, shit, UPS store, one of those places. And I just laminate it, and then I keep it for them. Since I moved out of the house, it's kind of a drag. Because what I used to do is I would keep a Target storage tub, which was kind of their time capsule every year for stuff that we did. And it would be the newspaper from their birthday and school projects and art projects and all these kind of things. And I didn't do it for them this year. I just, I'm not around there. And it's kind of a drag because it would have gone in there. Uh, A couple of weeks ago, we had to move some stuff around. I found all the ones I had. So I have kindergarten through fifth. 
which really, by the time you get to seventh grade, you don't give a shit, right? You just want to get out back, smoke weed, and go to VG. Yeah, of course. That's all you want to do. <laughs> go to Vera's house. Um, so I, I got the most important years, but I'll hang on to it. You know, it'll be, I'll, I hang on to it because anything I give to those guys, I might as well just run it through the shredder. It's never going to, oh, this is so great. I love it. And all of a sudden it just looks like it's been kicked down the block. So I'll take care of everything. <laughs> we'll keep them. It'll be great. When you go back over there, when you pick them up and stuff, does the mm-hmm. house seem a lot different? Yeah. It seems, does it? Yeah. It just seems like a shithole. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> You know what's funny about it, Dave? Here's the funny thing. I'm 100% teasing. Like, I don't know if other divorced dads have been through this. There was a time when I moved out when I was like, oh, I can never come back here. There's too many memories, everything else. They're too fucking loud. All three of them. They're so loud. I can't wait to get the fuck out of there. (laughs) But somebody said to me, hey, you're going to the paddock game. Are you going to the paddock game on Sunday because of everything? And I'm actually not because their mom's birthday is Monday. Yeah. And the one thing that I have always said to my kids is, look, for your family and for your friends, birthdays matter. And I said, make it a point to remember the people closest to you, their birthday. Their mom's birthday is Monday. And really, if it wasn't me, yeah, they'd completely forget. Probably give her a cold Pop-Tart. Here you go. Because they're not that fucking smart. So what we're going to do on Sunday is um, I got to go to the funeral on Saturday. Or, yeah. So Friday, I finish work in Carlsbad. Have to drive to La Mesa on Friday night traffic. Pick these two fuckheads up. (laughs) Circle back. Drive into Hollywood. Get into Hollywood at probably 11. Funerals at nine o'clock Saturday morning. Um, then we're going to either determine we may try to see Clippers and Cavs at twelve thirty. Cool, but I didn't want to buy tickets for it now because you just want to see how the day's playing out, right? Last thing, hey, hey, I know you're all grieving, but I got to run. I got tickets in section three eleven at Staples Center, row twenty nine, baby. Woo! Cavs in town. Kids floppy head day. Uh, peace to your mother. You can't do that. Jesus. Yes. So, but if if our part of it's done at 11, uh, then I may take them downtown and see if we can go see Clips and Lakers, or uh, Clips and Cavs. If not, Kings and Blackhawks play that night, 730. Oh, cool. We may try to do that. Or we may just hang around in LA where she liked and go do that. Um, but then I'm going to bring them home. And then Sunday, I said to their mom, I go, look, um, Pretty soon, I'm going to be really, really sick of you. <laughs> and I'm going to, you know, help you get gingivitis and a lot of other shit. But as of now, it hasn't happened. So I said, yeah, yeah. I'll grill for you on Sunday. We'll grill for your birthday. Well, that's cool. So we're going to get some steaks and some corn and some asparagus and put all this stuff on the grill and do our nice dinner. Because, yeah, man, birthdays matter for everybody. Good deal. And it's it's a habit I want my kids to get in a, a right, something... I want my kids to get in the habit of doing. So are we skipping the show on Sunday, or am I going to wait around and you're going to call me you know on Monday what? and say, sorry, you I didn't know show what? up? I, uh, do you remember about 20 minutes ago when I gave about a two-and-a-half-star public apology? It's officially uh, rescinded. I'm hurt. I'm hurt. 
Jesus. Well, although it's about the third night in a row, I don't even drink. I come down here every night and drink beers. Do what happened to go me? Go ahead. Take as many as you want. Goddamn good, I'll tell you that. Yeah. Speaking of uh, beer, grab that shirt right there. See that brown one right there to your left? All right. All right. I will. That uh, we've we've had people. Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> I know what these are. Yeah. How about that? Because we're gonna we'll give a plug. Okay, yeah. Maybe you want to do that on mic. I wasn't even looking. Right now, it was like that dog that takes that cheese in the face. I wasn't even looking. <laughs> oh, these are great. These are great. Do they bring the beer down, too? Yeah, I have a couple in the refrigerator right now. What do you mean, a couple? A couple cases? I have some cases. No, I don't have cases. I have about eight in there. All right. All right. Well, then make so, it a tight promo. Then. So it's Creative Creature Brewing Company. Okay. okay. And... Obviously, it looks like Machado, okay? I'm not sure you're supposed to say it looks like Machado. Otherwise, you got to pay Manny Machado. <laughs> but the big number fucking 13 kind of gives it away. Yeah. You know? Oh, but that's it, funny. But the shirts are outstanding. That and, is cool. And the beer is outstanding as well. Um, if I knew, yeah, shit, I didn't know the mango Machado was in there. Yep. All right. Well, then the next time I'm down here drinking, yeah, I'll be down here Sunday. Yeah. And uh, we'll we'll be doing another show Sunday night. There you go. Okay, yeah, just let me, let me know so I'm not just sitting here. Anyway, All right. so I'm going to read these real quick, and then i got a question for you that you're going to want to hang around for. Okay. Right. Well, yeah, I don't have anywhere not else Not you. I'm telling the people that are no. sitting there going, do I turn it off now? No, you don't turn it off. As don't someone said to me, I can't ever turn it off during the commercials because I know something funny is about to happen at the end. You never know how it's going to work out. So anyway... Want to mention, of course, the people that help us out with this show. And if it wasn't for them, we wouldn't be having this show. But we'll start with Brian Curry. Brian Curry is your guy. He's the best guy doing real estate throughout San Diego. And that's saying a lot because everyone you know does real estate. He wins a ton of awards doing it. He knows every community in San Diego. He will help you make your situation better. If you're looking for a house and you say you've never bought a house, he's the guy to call. If you've had a house in the past and you're looking to either go bigger or go smaller, he will tell you where you need to go or what the best deal is for you throughout this great community. Don't forget to call Brian Curry. He's the guy that we use, 619-251-1588, 619-251-1588. Dave, I don't know if you heard, but I I think I'm expected to win the $700 million Powerball. It's going to be great. Okay. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to move in right across the street. Yep. And every night I'm going to Blair Motley Crew. Go ahead. As long as you show up here on time. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> oh, shit. What'd you miss? Scrambled eggs? What are you going to have for dinner? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Brian Curry is the best. But the one thing you kind of skipped over, man, the thing that I love that he does, obviously, if you're going to sell, he's going to help you. If you're going to buy, he's going to help you. Dave, if you are lucky enough to be in the world where you own property, yep. the last thing you want to do is have to be handling the property management. That is a very strenuous job. And Brian will take care of it for you. Nobody's going to fuck with him. Exactly right. That'd be the last mistake they made. It'll look like Wetzel's pretzels <laughs> in the front yard if that guy gets a little mouthy. It's going to be my guy. When I buy these four houses right yeah. here, and I move in Miss January, February, March, and April. Yes. Of uh, the Stagecoach Cafe and Vista waitress calendar. Yeah, I like it. I like it too. <laughs> Gonna be great. Gonna be down here working on my choppers all day. Wait, wait. You're gonna be like, God damn it. So loud. I'm just trying to have your plate off. I'm not even sure if it's street legal. Don't tell anybody. We're a welfare all at old school. I won't tell anybody. I shh. 
Secret safe with me. But yeah, property management. And I have reminded my kids every day. I'm like, I am not coming back here. <laughs> I'm not. I'm moving to North County. Yes. North County is great. The chicks are all tan. They are. They'll smile. Mesa chicks all look like they've had about two cigarettes too many. Hey. Tell you what, that Chico Club's a fun night, but it will tear you apart. <laughs> so back to North County, and me and BC are going up there. Perfect. Also, don't forget about when you get that brand new house, what are you going to do about that swimming pool in the backyard? You're going to put one back there, and if you already have one, you're going to make it look that much better. You're calling TaylorMade Pools. Alan Taylor at TaylorMade Pools. He's been in business more than 20 years as well. New construction on commercial and residential. Full remodels on commercial and residential. Don't forget new equipment repairs. He has a new saltwater technology. Waterfalls Grotto. You make your backyard a staycation. Alan Taylor knows what he's doing, and he can help you out at 619-449-4452. Keep an eye on my Twitter on Saturday. I don't even know where I'm staying in L.A. because when you try to book a room ahead of time, no matter where you go, you could be in Glendale and it's 211 a night. You're like, fuck you. <laughs> right? But I will make you this promise. Okay. I will put out on Twitter on Saturday morning a picture of a sad, pathetic, horseshit hotel pool. And I'm going to hashtag TaylorMade Pool. And I'll tell you the other thing. I'm going to tag the hotel in it, too. Good. Because they'll probably fuck me into charging for parking. So I'm going to fuck them by saying, you know what? Nice hotel. This pool sucks. <laughs> Little kids are embarrassed to piss in it. <laughs> well, that won't be the problem with Alan. When you come and have TaylorMade Pool come in, I told you the one thing I've talked to him about, and he's kind of resisted it. One of the things that I would like to see him do with the technology, and his game changes every day, I would like to see electromagnetic technology so that if you have that neighbor kid that comes over and all of a sudden that kid just treats your uh, beautiful tailor-made pool like it's the goddamn urinal at Morley Field. Little charge. Little charge. Little charge right there. Oh, what happened? Remember they used to say they had that technology where if anybody took a leak in the pool, the water would turn purple? This is scary. Yeah. I, I think Alan knows how that works. Too. That'd would. be it for me, too. And all of a sudden, you just get that hook. I yeah. don't even know what that hook's for. I used to clean pools. <laughs> I was a kid who cleaned the pool at New Orleans Court. I'll tell you what, when all the girls came out, yeah. I was about 11. All the teeny bopper girls came out. They were like, this pool is great because of that kid right there. There you go. And I said, you got it. But they had that big hook. What the fuck does that thing do? I've no idea. You're talking to the wrong guy. Well, I swear to God, I maybe you the- stick it in there. If someone's drowning. You said, "Grab this. We'll pull you out." Hmm. Saw is drowning. What do I do with that thing? Can't find the hook. No, I bash him over oh. the head. I <laughs> <laughs> put him out quicker. Humanely take him out. Bang! Bang! Hey, Bubba! Bang! <laughs> Uh, I have no idea what I was telling you. Oh, tailor-made pool. Yes. When I'm not committing homicide in a pool, the one thing I like is just the chance to relax. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, Dave, maybe you heard me mention I'm going to buy these four places yeah. across the street. I'm taking down those back fences. Just going to connect to one big fucking pool? We have the biggest fucking pool got in it. all of Eastlake. Got it. Perfect. Me, Miss March, April, May, June, and Christy Lozier. We're all going to hang out. <laughs> 
we're just going to crank the blasters all day. I like it. Yeah, you like that? Yeah. Yeah, you know, you're not going to like it when I have that electromagnetic. No, I will not be coming over this one. And guess what? Guess who's going to be invited over? Sugar. Dog's mine now. Okay. <laughs> we mentioned the website. We're going to make our picks. I'm going to send them over to Kyle Fluger. You can Does look at them all that? year long. No, we'll tell him. He will hear it in about two hours. <laughs> and he's going to find out he has some work to do. Because you can Shit. sit there and goof on us as soon as whatever. I wanted to watch Cody Bellinger blows his hip out. Whatever it takes. Okay. Kyle has that website that works for us. And guess what? He'll make your business look like it's at a different level. Just completely professional. 619 500 6621-619-500-6621. Boy, if you are anybody, and you know who tonight, Dave, we always talk about a small business owner, but I think there are so many people that are looking. Uh, we've talked about music coming in. It's the one thing. I, I got to listen to that Matt Phillips stuff. You were saying that it was really, really good. You enjoyed it. And it's going to be stuff that we're going to put up on our website. But if you're a band establishing a brand, yeah. It takes no effort at all to get a website that looks fantastic other than the effort it takes to contact Kyle Fluger. And all of a sudden, people are going to look at it and they're going to say, Honey, come in here. Look at this. I think these are the Jonas Brothers. <laughs> and they'll say, No, it's just disappointing Joseph, but my God, do they have a great-looking website. And it's all because of Kyle Fluger. Or I'll tell you the other thing you could do. If you don't listen to me and you don't want to do it, Feel free to go fuck yourself. <laughs> there you go. Buy in or fuck off. I like it. You're all about options. Uh, yeah, we have one motto, okay? When it comes to Brian Curry, when it comes to Ryan Barkley, when it comes to Dan Tyler, when it comes to Alan Taylor, and it yeah. comes to Kyle Fluger, we have one thing to say when we bring all our guys in for a group hug. All of you on the outside of the circle, you have two options. You can buy in or you can... Fuck off. <laughs> Made it as simple and as clear as it can be. Oh, my gosh. All, All right, right. Let me hear your question. Well, first of all, i got to ask it because I'm sending this thing over to Kyle right now, so it's ready to go. So people okay. want to go, where is it? You promised it. All right. I get asked you the World Series. I had Dodgers, Astros. You had mm -hmm. Cardinals, Yankees. Who did you have one in it? Um, I'm going to take uh, – ah, that's good. I'm going to take the Cardinals. Going with the Cardinals. Okay. Yeah, just because I know a guy right now is – punching the steering wheel in his Prius and spilling goldfish crackers all over the car. <laughs> all right, this hits the gear. Third time is the charm. Dodgers fucking win it this year. They're so dumb. You know what sucks? Honest to God, man. With everything that the Padres are doing, I can't believe I can't root for this team. I cannot yeah. pay up on a 1000 bucks. Yeah. Yeah, I got to literally root for these guys not to win 78 games. Well, let me ask you this. Yes. What does your wife have... Because your wife has lived a very, very, very respectable life. But Dave, like anybody, she probably has some things, right, that she doesn't need anymore. What can you pawn off? <laughs> I'm not pawning off anything, hers. Shoes? She doesn't give a shit about shoes. She's handbags? not that person. No, she doesn't have handbags. She doesn't, she doesn't, my wife doesn't spend money. She got any, well, yeah. She doesn't. Clearly her husband didn't reward her. For him marrying over his head. No diamond bracelets? <laughs> nope. She might. No, she doesn't. She, Dude, she doesn't. She's not into jewelry, flowers, clothes. and it's she, she does not spend money. I'm the guy that spends money. I tell you what we start selling yeah. off. We start selling off uh, Josh's rings from Alabama. Oh, boy, that'd be a big one. That'd make some money, yeah, right? That would, that, would, that, would, that would be a big one. 
Can you imagine that shit? <laughs> if you just sold his ring? Oh, my gosh. Uh, terrible. I want to ask you this, and then I'm done. Well, I got to ask you my, my question, but go oh. ahead. What are you going to ask me first? It's a baseball question, but go ahead and ask yours because I'm going off topic. Okay, so here you go. You can choose one of these things, okay? okay. And I've asked you before, but I added something to it. Okay? Hey! There's sugar. There's my baby. So here you go. You have you have ability to have this one gift for the rest of your life, and, and okay. do it at its best uh, performance, okay? Okay. Playing the piano. Uh, no. Sing. What am I going to sing? Your song? Elton John? That two shit? You could walk in the Nordstrom's and just sit down. Yeah. And just uh, get bullshit. Yeah. What else am I going to play? Hell Queen, somebody Joel. to love. Yeah. Da, 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 All right. Piano, singing, yeah. dancing. No. Dunk a basketball for the rest of your life. <laughs> what, I'm 80? I could yes. dunk a basketball? But you can dunk, again, at its highest form. Not just jump up Chris Mullen style and dunk it. Yeah. I'm talking you can like Zion Williamson dunk it. Hmm. Uh, I think out of those right there, you know, I would like just, I wish you'd say just change my own oil. <laughs> you don't want to do that shit. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you knew how to use a jack without putting a 14 inch dent in the back of your car. <laughs> uh, I think Dave. As a single man, I think the best groove right there is just playing piano. Yeah, piano's not bad. For I me, can't. though, I'm telling you, I wish I could dunk whenever I wanted to dunk. But you're not going to pull any mall chicks doing that. No, I'm not, not going to pull mall chicks. I'm just saying, at any time, to just be able to do it. I watch these guys and go, man, fuck, I wish I could do that just yeah. one time. Just windmill dunk one fucking time on somebody. Do you ever have dreams? Like, if you could do that, if, 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 you, your kids play basketball every week. Yeah. If all of a sudden you just put that book down, you get up, well, give me that fucking ball. Yeah. And you windmill Zion Williamson dunk right in front of their face, they would lose their shit. I will say this. They play at the <laughs> they play at the Croc Center. Yeah. And there are kids at the Croc Center that are anywhere from fourteen to sixteen that I mean, these kids just fly. Yeah. Like it is I get the I love it, man. I love it because they do it. They're not quite over the rim yet. Yep. But they can touch the top of the rim. Yeah. And you go, man, these kids, anywhere, like I said, probably 15, 16. By the time these kids are 18, they're all going over the rim. Yeah, I can get it. Uh, or I, I can understand why you say that. I have two things for you. Go ahead. Uh, the first one is I had the weirdest dream last night. And this is what I want to hear on Twitter. I told you the one dream that I remember, I have two dreams that I remember the most. Uh, the, and coming into second place was a girl that grew up in Encinitas. I think her name was Mitzi. People that listen to the show in Encinitas. She was a very cute girl. She was a couple years, I think, older than me at San Diego. A lot of freckles, beach girl. But I had this dream that she and I were in jail together. Like there were like four of us that had been arrested. Okay. This girl, I guarantee you, Dave, has never done anything wrong. But we're in jail. And she was so annoying in jail that in real life, I hated her for like two years. That's hilarious. Uh, yeah, not to my friends. I was like, oh, fuck, look who it is. <laughs> and they're like, you weren't in jail with her. Shut up. Oh, uh, that was it. The dream that I still remember from high school, and I've said this dream 50,000 times on this show, and every time I see that stupid Bohemian Rhapsody movie and they talk about Live Aid, yeah, there were... Led Zeppelin played there. Mick Jagger played there. All these crazy bands played there. Fuck the Boomtown Rats. I would have been fine with. 
But I had a dream that I was the lead singer of Power Station singing Bang a Gong at Live Aid. That's it's awesome. Fuck, no, it's not. It's pathetic. <laughs> were, you, were, were you at Wembley? Yeah. <laughs> and the crazy thing is, like, two years later, I lived there. I was out at Wembley a lot. Yeah, you barely missed it. Barely missed it. But I had this dream last night. This was the weirdest dream I've had. I had this dream that allergies. You're a guy that fights yes. allergies. But I had this dream that I went to the doctor's office and allergies, pollen in the air, right, with all the rain and shit. And the way this doctor fixed it, female doctor, and she took a razor blade and she said, I'm going to show you on myself how we do this. And she took the razor blade, Dave, and right at her wrist, like she dug in so deep. Jesus. But only like an eighth of an inch. And she dug in like an eighth of an inch. And then she said, okay, you have to cut yourself right here. And then you have to put the medication in. And I was like, well, I'm not comfortable doing that. <laughs> what is plan B? And she was like, this is how you do it. But I want you to do it yourself. And I like woke Couldn't up. Couldn't cut yourself? No. Yeah. I could never do that. Like, it's so weird. So I'm just wondering for you. In the last couple of months, have you had any kind of weird shit where you wake up the next day and go, where the fuck did that come from? No, you know what? I don't. I don't remember dreams. I wish I did. I mean, everybody dreams every night, they say. Yeah. I just never remember any of them, ever. I, I just There's nothing that ever stands out. There are friends of mine who say they dream every night and remember everything the next morning like, like it was a TV show. Well, they're weird. <laughs> they remember everything? They do. They remember their dreams. They say it all the time. And and they like they can like there are times when I have a dream, and I remember when I'm in the dream, I can, can kind of control which direction I'm going. Okay, because I know I'm gonna catch myself. I'm dreaming. I'm gonna go right instead of going left in the dream. Yeah, but then I can't remember what the fuck I was dreaming about once I wake up. I just remember while I was sleeping, I could control which direction I was gonna go. My company is so fucking cool that tomorrow from ten until ten thirty, we all go into this room because we have a doctor coming in. To tell you how to get a better night's sleep. It's a complete 30 minute. I mean, I wish we could just crash out in there. I'd wake up at about four. <laughs> but it's a sleep seminar that really? they booked this doctor for. And coming in. Yeah, I told you my buddy who got hypnotized by Marshall Silver said it's the best he ever felt. He was hypnotized for 40 minutes. He said he woke up. He goes, I uh, told me years later. Because I've never had that kind a, of sleep. Right. Wow. And I don't know, uh, Stern talks about this all the time. The meditation, yeah, the TM or whatever yeah. that he does. And I know friends that do that. I, I don't know anything about that world because I just feel like if I put myself in a trance, you'll be fucking sitting here till 11 to eat your dinner. <laughs> I'm never coming out. Who is that? God, they just showed the greatest Plaza Bonita mom. <laughs> that was a Plaza Bonita mom at the doctor game. front row. God damn, I would tell her I love Garvey. I don't care. <laughs> Sell out. Hey, how about that Steve Sachs? Sorry, but um, yeah, we have a sleep seminar tomorrow. That's kind of cool. So I'll take a bunch of notes, and then I'll come in, and I'll uh, kind of like I do with TaylorMade Pools. Yeah. I'll teach you all how to sleep better next week when I see you. Perfect. I want to know. I want to know what this is. Uh... All right, do me a favor, too. If you are at the game on Thursday... I don't give a shit that I'm there with my kids. If you're there and you know this podcast and you just see us walking around, come on by and say hi. Cool. I love it, man. Yeah. I love it. You want to do like Keenan Allen? Is what he posted the other day? No. What did he do? He goes, I like when you're out and people say, I hate to bother you. And he goes, then why are you bothering me? <laughs> and I was like, dude, just let it go. Why would you fucking write that? 
It's a funny line. You know, I understand. And you might be thinking it, but fuck, man. You're lucky you're in the situation you're in. Don't be a dick. What you did right there was actually very nice. Yeah. I, I know I'm with my kids. If you see me anyway, please say hi. Yeah. We're, we are, uh, like I said to their mom today, I go, I've never pulled them out. I've skipped the last two opening days because they were going to be shit. Yeah. And just kind of on a whim, I'm like, you know what? We're going for it. It was more about Machado than anything. But with Tatis playing. What time's first pitch? Uh, I think 110. Okay. But I'm, um, I'm leaving work in Carlsbad at 10, and then we're going to go down. So I don't know if I'm going to park downtown and Uber in. We may just take the trolley in. Dude, it's going to be packed. Right? It's going to be packed. Yeah. It's going to be fun. Why don't you Uber in? Yeah, that's what I might do. Uh, a friend of mine gave me a, an idea where to park. Relative, not far from our old ESPN studios. Yeah. And he said, fuck, it's a $6 Uber. So I may do that. Let me just drive over there and park yeah. and then go. But we'll go get some lunch and then just hang out, man, enjoy the day. But like I said, it, this podcast has been so great, especially uh, going back this year, man. Starting yeah. in January with what happened to Dave, what happened to me, Jake's passing the last couple of days as we try to sort out what happened to our friend Erica. Man, you're never bugging me, Dave. Cool. I think I speak for you, Absolutely. too. Now, if you ever run into us and you know this show, uh, I don't give a shit, right? Unless I'm yelling at my kid. <laughs> God damn it. Get that giant hat off. Uh, but that's probably not going to happen. No. So, yeah, come on by and say hi. Perfect. My buddies were like, how many beers are you having? I'm like, I'm with my fucking yeah, I've kid. I've never seen you drink a beer at a game. I don't do it either. No, I don't drink. Not when I'm with yeah. them. Also, I'm not going to. I don't know. I always look at it this way. Why would I drink one beer here for the same price it would cost me to right. buy six at home? Yeah. That's yeah. ridiculous. No, I'm not doing that. But uh, everybody enjoy opening day. It should be a really, really fun ride. And we'll be back here Sunday night. We'll talk about uh, what the opening week's been like. Follow us on Twitter at Dave Palais at Jeff Dotson. Be nice to Leisure Fryer. He's a good old fucking. He'll probably be dead by May. <laughs> right when they win, he won't be around even soon. He'll it. be done. Fuck. But you know what? The great thing is with Leisure, this is my parting shot at Leisure because he still tried to get the metal detector. Yeah, I love it. That was funny as shit. And I just said no. I know. You said no. <laughs> um, you offered it and then you pulled it back. I said if he hadn't been such a self centered douche, he probably would have got it. Because we would have watched him walk around Kit Carson Park. And instead of staring at people awkwardly, he could do something productive. But here's the promise that we're going to make to Leisure. When he passes this year, yeah. during the All-Star break, we're going to take his ashes down and we're going to sprinkle them on uh, on the field at Petco, okay? So, Leisure, like sleep tight. Have a great night. Is he gone? <laughs> you know where we're going to put those fucking ashes? We're going to put him on the sticky floor in Jolar. Fuck you. Just dump him in the driveway on top of the oil spot that you're trying to get no, off the cement. No, we're going to take him in that fucking Pee Wee Herman theater. Jesus Christ. <laughs> we're going to stick him in there. Right where he belongs. Part, I got to I like when you go, Jesus Christ. Like you're all hurt that I would do such a thing to leisure. Part of uh, one of the things, part of my job, I have to find people in uh, different parts of the country. And, yeah. and there's a, a computer program we use to research to find people's phone numbers, addresses, everything else. It, it's kind of yeah. cool. I can find a guy anybody. It doesn't matter right. if you're yeah, a celebrity. For all of us that get called at three in the afternoon, we and love uh, it. Well, you, you have, uh, you've done it before where you've, in the job you've Skip had in the tracing. past. Fuck yeah, and I did. So, and so uh, I, I tracked this person down. The person guy behind me is telling me how to do it, how to use this uh, you know, program. Yeah. 
So I'm looking for this lady in like Texas and I, you know, type in her name, everything else and images. Only thing comes up is her tombstone. Oh shit. I turn around and go, is this a good sign? Yeah. <laughs> no, this is not a good sign. You will not be talking to her. Um, like the first time I use it, it's a tombstone. Here is Dave. I just came up with a great idea. And it's the, a lot of you have asked about how you can get one of the beautiful tailor-made Jake's Projects t-shirts. Follow me on this because I go back. You're right. We can't leave leisure. No, I, I can't leave that. We can't leave leisure at Joe Lar. <laughs> but here's what we can do. What I want you to do is I want you as you drive around town, look for those really, they're about the two and a half feet tall ashtrays yeah sometimes they're out in front of 7-elevens or bowling alleys or anything else find your one that you go you know what we're gonna go we're gonna take leisure here we're gonna take a big scoop we're gonna scoop out the dirty butts and we're gonna shake leisure in here and all these people can put their cigarettes out on him (laughs) on his memory we'll take two or three of them send them in at social media me dave and leisure will vote (laughs) Leash, where do you want to be? Where do you want ashes flicked into your ashes? And if you find a really cool one, we'll hook you up with the first Jake Project t-shirts, okay? You like that? Jeez, Louise. Yeah. Tell me treat him because we love him. That's great. I'm going to leave before I say anything else worse. Go eat your dinner. Good deal. Your grilled cheese is getting cold. We'll see you on Sunday. So oh.